Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Thursday, the 12th day of October. How you doing? I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Another gorgeous day in the Valley of the Sun. You know what? It's still hot, though. I mean, it's below 100, but I'm ready for, like, the 80s, you know, the 70s, you know, where it gets down to to maybe the 50s at night and having to wear a, a sweater and a jacket and long pants. That hasn't happened yet. It's been a, man, it's just been a hot, hot year. Speaking of hot, California is burning up. So one of my best friends lives just outside of Fairfield, and they got the evacuation notice uh, last night. And, uh, and I hope all of these people are safe. I mean, this, this is, you know, I always, you know, when you think forest fires, right, you're thinking like way out in the middle of nowhere, and then some guys, you know, maybe some rich people have some luxurious cabin or something like that. These are in residential neighborhoods, you know, talking about uh, there was ash falling from the, like rain, you know, falling from the sky and all that, and uh, you know, this is a heavy populated residential area, and I just hope, let's hope for the best. I mean, because now you're starting to see, like, homes and subdivisions burning up, and I don't know, it just kind of leads me to believe maybe we need to have a little more sensible uh, forestry plan out there, don't you think? I mean, I, I get it, forest fires happen, but if we, if well, you know what, California's broke, they probably don't have the money to cut down the trees and mow all the grass and do all of that anyway, but uh, nonetheless, our hearts are with you. Uh, Hansi, I hope you and your family are safe. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. If it's not etched in your brain yet i'll keep giving it out all program long we've got a fantastic show lined up for you make sure allamericangold.com that's the website make it part of your daily routine because you're going to see we hardly scratch the surface you know the program's only an hour so we hardly scratch the surface of all the material and all the things that are out there we post hundreds and hundreds of articles and videos every single week uh, on the website at allamericangold.com. You can order online there. You don't even have to talk to us anymore. I know, at least for the younger generation, that's how they like to do business. And, and of course, we've got uh, the medals program. If you want to know about our IRAs, uh, our podcasts are up there, our Facebook page, our Twitter we're on YouTube. All of that stuff can be accessed at allamericangold.com. So what makes today such a, a an important day? Well, two things. Number one, uh, again, just kind of like I told you about this December rate hike thing, the Fed minutes came out yesterday, uh, and, and you're starting to see a lot of these Fed governors hit the panic button. Uh, we'll talk about that. But the big thing that we're going to talk about today, and we've talked a lot about all of the states and the cities and problems with their pension plan. We're going to talk about the health of the rest of America's pension plan, which 
And when I refer to that, I'm talking about our Social Security. How secure is it? You know, and you got to remember, these guys are really smart. Right? They put the word security right in it, right? Because they want you to feel good about it. And, and I want to feel good about it. But just like a lot of things, we don't truly understand what the law is when it comes to a lot of things. I remember when I first started to educate people about your bank accounts. Right? When you deposit money into your bank, it's no longer yours. That's a fact. Matter of fact, that's been law longer than the United States has been a country. And when you do that, you become an unsecured creditor to the bank because you essentially, the banks had to have a way to legally be able to take the deposits and loan it out. And that's how they do it, because when you do that, when you put the money in there, you become an unsecured uh, shareholder of the bank, and then the bank technically owns the money, so they can thereby go and lend it out to other people. Well, the Social Security benefit, the laws pertaining to how that works, most Americans don't know it. Uh, it, this was a, it was uh, all the way to the Supreme Court. We're going to review it. Why is it important? Because it's one of those things in the next 10 years, this law is going to be, become very, very important. So we're going to share that with you. And then I'm going to talk about yesterday, Donald Trump made a claim, President Trump made a claim on tax cuts. Uh, about everybody, the average American is going to receive a $4,000 increase in their wages, or I don't know how exactly, said, but kind of made reference to, hey, we're all going to get an extra $4,000. I'm going to tell you why he made the claim. Unfortunately, uh, it's not true, uh, but, but nonetheless, it's important. We need to understand it. Uh, and, and then General Motors just this morning announced another shutdown. This one, one of their largest plants uh, in Detroit, is going to be shutting down in the middle of October, and it's not going to reopen uh, for the rest of the year. I think it's going to be a six-week-long shutdown. As Even after all the hurricanes flooded all the cars, they're just not selling. Patriot Radio News Hour had a fantastic program on a Thursday. why it is but people like to hear nonsense i'm convinced of it we really do we want to be told things that just aren't true but sound good and you know after a while these things well they they make it very difficult to really understand what really is happening you know, and, and I'll go back, and, and whether you talk about, like, Too Big to Fail and Dodd-Frank and, and really what they did versus what they said they did. Uh, Obamacare, another great example, right? Everybody wanted to hear 
Yeah, you get to keep your doctor, right? You get to keep the health company. You get, you get to keep every better. It's going to be cheaper, right? Oh, it's going to reduce the debt, right? I mean, nonsense. Yesterday, in a speech in Pennsylvania, Donald Trump continued the spewing of nonsense, claiming that we're going to get a $4,000 a year tax, or no, a $4,000 a year pay raise from his tax cut. Yes, that's right. Because of his tax cuts, out of the kindness of their hearts, businesses are going to pay us $4,000 more. Right? I, I would love it. Maybe they should write that into the law. Right? If they did that, then I would believe it. Hey, by the way, if you want to accept the new tax law, you have to pay every middle class worker you have an extra $4,000. Then you didn't make it law, then okay. In a speech yesterday in Pennsylvania, and I actually was watching it live, I cringed when he said because I'm tired of it. This is why I wanted Donald Trump. I wanted someone to tell the truth. So here's what happened. A guy named Kevin Hassett. He is the one of the guys on Trump's economic council. He's an economist, an advisor. And he gave a, a speech last week where he claimed that if you just let corporations, and these are real big corporations, corporations that have money overseas. If you let them bring back money overseas tax-free, which we have, just so everyone knows, we have done this since Ronald Reagan. Every four, five, six years, that's one of the things that they do, right? Even Obama did it. Right? And we know what they do with the money. They buy back their own stock. Period. But he said in, in his speech that the money held overseas suggests, now I don't know how that suggested. By the way, U.S. firms, he said on average, and I don't... He didn't actually give any detail on this, but let's just take what he said. They keep 71% of their earned profits abroad. Okay, that's, that's what he says. I don't know that that's, I don't know if it's right or it's wrong. It really doesn't matter. 71, 81, 61, doesn't matter. And like I said, when you let them bring the money back tax-free, they're not bringing it all back because they actually are doing business and employing people in other countries, right? They may bring some of it back. But somehow, he said, that would equate to $4,000 in extra income because he suggests that workers would have gotten a raise of nearly 1% if companies had returned those profits. See? <laughs> Everybody gets 4000 Here's what really happened. It is his calculation. All the super rich guys that own, you know, tens of hundreds of thousands of shares of that company, they get a pay raise, <laughs> right? Because they bought back their own stock. The rest of us, not so much. Uh, but but anyway, uh, they're now calling it 
fuzzy math. Uh, I wouldn't even call it math. It's uh, ridiculous. Uh, but one of those things, What this is what we want to hear. Which brings me to Social Security. And Value Walk did a great, great article about Social Security. And the biggest thing, you know, everybody knows, everybody knows, you know, that that the system's in trouble, right? That that as part of when you go to work every week, the FICA deductions pay for Social Security and Medicare, and and we understand that, and we know that there's there's going to be an issue. And they talk about this issue being down the road. And I'm telling you right now, the issue is now. It's not down the road. It's already here. So I thought it was really important to understand what the law really says about Social Security. Because in order for us to try to determine what's going to happen, right, we need to understand what the law really says. Is that money that they've been taking out of our paychecks, is it ours? And the answer, simply put, is it's not. So when you think about Social Security, just know this. Nothing that, (laughs) none of that money is yours. You know, and you think about it, I think if you're uh, over 55 they send it. I'm not sure. Every once in a while, you'll get the statement from Social Security offices that says how much of a benefit you're going to get from Social Security and all of those things. It's actually not even worth the the paper uh, that it's printed on. So what does the law really state? Whose money is it really? And what the law states is that the money isn't actually yours at all. It's nothing more than a tax, and that the government at any time can determine what they pay you, if anything, at all. And and the law that, that all of this has came from, so when you look at, hey, how did it happen, where did it come from, whose money is it, and all of that was actually tried in front of the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court determined that the government doesn't have to pay you anything, and that in their mind, the FICA deductions are nothing more than a government tax. And that if the government wants to not pay you what they said they were going to, it's okay. So when when you look at the, the, the cases, and I'm just trying to, and I apologize, I'm, uh, my internet was frozen there for a second. So here's how it breaks down. So we have a federal public debt at 20 point four trillion dollars right we've got a GDP of about 19 trillion dollars 
And then we've got an additional $3 trillion plus of state and local debt on top of that. And then, of course, we've got the Social Security, you know, the the shortfalls. So the government every year, part of the law that they have to do, they give what they call the present value of of tax revenue designated to pay benefits. Okay, so it's a a 75-year projection. The government currently projects that it's $46.7 trillion underfunded. Now, According to most people, the real number is about $200 trillion underfunded. So just think about the deficit right now. It's $20.4 trillion. Over the next 75 years, the, the unbelievable best-case scenario would be we would add $46 trillion, 46.7, let's call it $47 trillion more to that number. On top of, you know, we're going a trillion dollars a year, best case scenario in debt. On top of the $20 trillion we already got, and you kind of see how ridiculous all of this really is. But there's a bigger, there's an out clause. Do you know why no one in the government really, you know, talks about Social Security anymore? No one talks about how it's going to be insolvent. No one wants to talk about how big the unfunded liability is, and it really doesn't matter whether it's $46 trillion or $200 trillion. The number's irrelevant. Many Americans think their Social Security is like a contract, right? Similar, uh, say, to uh, insurance benefits or personal property, right? There's laws, right? And, and a lot of people think that we have a contract with the government. That money comes out of our paychecks. And by the way, FICA stands for Federal Insurance Contributions Act. Okay, so the law that enacted it. And that we will be paid those monies that we've been paying in, right, year after year, right, week after week, month after month, month, year after year, you've been paying in. The problem is a 1960 Supreme Court case already settled the issue. The case was Fleming v. Nestor, and it ruled that Social Security is not insurance or any other kind of property. In other words, you have no legal claim to it. The law obligates you to make the contribution. However, according to Fleming v. Nestor, none of us have any type of claim against the money. It does not obligate the government to give you anything back. FICA is simply a tax, according to the Supreme Court, like income tax 
or any other tax. The amount you pay does not figure into your benefit amount. One of the things, right, when you think about how smart these people are, right, doesn't matter how much you pay in. That really, it doesn't figure in. It's not like you, okay, you paid in 100000 so we're going to give you 100000 back. It doesn't work that way. And that really gives the government a lot of legal flexibility. And they furthermore said Congress can change the benefit any time they wish. Your Social Security benefits are not guaranteed under the current law. Congress does reserve the right to change the law. Unfortunately, what they're going to change it to is, what we're going to give you less or nothing at all. Medicare, by the way, did not exist in 1960. There, there is not a case that's gone to the Supreme Court about it. However, Value Walk says that it's almost, and I agree, based on what the court ruled, that Medicare is under the same jurisdiction as this Fleming versus Nestor which is you have no legal right to the monies you pay to the government for Medicare or Social Security, and it's just nothing more than a fancy tax. Patriot Radio News Hour. Gotta love the law, don't you? This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Gentlemen may cry, peace, peace, but there is no peace. Even cemeteries are not safe from liberal mobs bent on the destruction of history. In Los Angeles, an online petition forced the Hollywood Forever Cemetery to remove a 90-year-old hunk of granite that marks, lest we forget, the nearby graves of 37 Confederate soldiers. In Madison, Wisconsin, the left-wing mayor removed a two-foot plaque marking the graves of 140 Confederate soldiers who died in a Union prison at Camp Randall after surrendering in battle. In Boston, where over 600 Confederates were held at Fort Warren, a granite slab bearing the names of 13 who died in prison was boarded up so their names cannot be seen. History teaches what happens when a revolution gets out of hand, and it's not pretty. When law and order are overthrown, the mob rules. When the French Revolution reached its peak of mob violence in 1793, revolutionaries were not satisfied with merely slicing off the heads of their deposed rulers. They also invaded the Church of St. Denis, where French kings and queens had been buried for 1,000 years. The mob scattered remains of more than 100 tombs, so the royal bones could never again be identified. In Phyllis Schlafly's hometown of Alton, Illinois, Two Civil War-related monuments have stood for more than a century at opposite ends of town. On the east side, a flamboyant 110-foot column honors Reverend Elijah P. Lovejoy, the anti-slavery newspaper publisher who died defending his printing press from a mob in 1837. On the western edge of town, a simple granite obelisk marks the resting place of over 1,300 Confederate soldiers who died as prisoners of war in Alton's federal prison. 
For as long as civilization has existed, the end of life on earth has been a time to remember the dead and to reflect on what their lives meant to us who survive. It's time for the grave robbers and defilers to stand down, or if they will not, to be put down by the law. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. In 2016, the conservative movement lost one of our strongest leaders, but Mrs. Schlafly's work and her voice continue through this radio program, our work in Washington, and the influence you have in your own community. Be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. We encourage you to bookmark phyllisschlafly.com and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. 800-951-0592. You know, you really... Let's just put it all in perspective. The money we put in the bank isn't ours, right? We're unsecured creditors. Today, I remind everybody about the Supreme Court case, Fleming v. Nestor, that says the money that is taken out of our paychecks each and every week for Medicare and Social Security, we have no claim to whatsoever. None. It is not property. There's no law to it. It is nothing more than a tax. Then we also remember now what we learned in what the latest laws that got passed, not by Congress, but by the Securities and Exchange Commission, right, that your money's in your money market, the money's in your 401Ks or your IRAs at any time. They can prevent you from selling and force you to take losses. Then you're like, okay, well, man, that doesn't sound great to me. Right? It's great if stocks are at all-time highs and you don't have to think about it. But we all know. There's only one reason why the stocks are at all-time highs. We've blown up this huge, big bubble. Right? And the Federal Reserve, the central bank, has literally lost their mind throughout everything they've ever learned about economics because they wanted to save their little system. It's going to blow up. We know that. All of us accept that. And when that happens this time around, they can block you. Because I know how a lot of you think, ah, well, you know, when the time comes, I'm going to know. Yeah, because, you know, I'm a smart guy. I'm a smart woman. I follow the market. And I'm going to know and I'm going to move my money before it happens. No, you're not. Because <laughs> let's face it, we all know. I always say I always say to people when they, they say, you know, well, what's gold going to do tomorrow or next week or next month? And they're talking about buying, and here's what they're afraid of. Well, well, I don't want to buy today and then have it fall tomorrow. And I always say that, you know, God's got a sense of humor. You know that. That's how the real world works, right? 
If you buy today, you I guarantee you it's going down tomorrow. And if you don't buy today, I guarantee you it's going up, right? I mean, that's just how it always works. I know a lot of you out there, you're just nodding your head, yep, that's how it works. It's not going to happen. You're not, you know, maybe a couple of people get lucky. But the vast majority of you are stuck. Then we talk about, okay, one of the things that we always talk about here is the need to have something not in the system, right? Not a debt, not a promise to pay. So now you're talking about what? You're talking about real estate, right? Some land, housing, right? That's that's something you, that you own, and there, yes, there are contracts to that. But here's what uh, the one thing why it's not nearly as good as gold or silver. You may think it is now, but as these debts start imploding, what do these cities and states, what do they do? They start raising tax rates, right? Property taxes go up. The the normal, let, let's face it, every year, right, the electricity bill goes up, the sewer bill goes up, the water bill goes up, the garbage bill goes up. I mean, you, you, you're still in it, right? And, and they still control it. And the more desperate they get for money, the more they're going to what? Hit you with taxes on that stuff. And then there's gold. Not a debt not a promise to pay, right? There's no tax on you for sitting there and owning it for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. I don't call you once a year and say, hey, Schmuckatelli, you got to pay me the gold tax, right? Because I got to give it to the government. It doesn't work that way, right? The government can't stop you, right? Oh, things are bad. Right, we're 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 gonna stop you from buying or selling the gold. I mean, well, I mean, unless they confiscate it, which they did. Remember, thirty-three. That's what they did. But it's the one thing, and why you know, and it's really simple. Why everybody needs to own some, and why it is that Wall Street hates it. Right, the Federal Reserve hates it. Right, they don't want you to have a store of value, right? That's why they want inflation so badly, so that way none of you put a bunch of cash in your safe. Why do they want to get outlaw cash, right? They want as much money in the system as possible, so when they need to go take some, there's more of it there. It's just that simple. And you start looking at just really everywhere you turn now, the government's got their hand in your pocket, and most of the time you don't even know that they do. You know, and I always say, you know, the truth shall set you free. Understanding what the laws really are when it comes to your hard-earned buck. I mean, I don't know about you. I know the vast majority are like me. Hey, I work hard. I work hard. For what I have. And lately, right, I have less and less, right? I'm running, working harder and harder and getting less and less. And the 
is because the government got their hand in our pocket all over the place. And they created these programs that they said were for us, only to find out, hey, they're only for us for a little while. And then once we need it, we're just going to go grab it. So when you look at Social Security right now, the government took the money. Part of why you're never going to get another Reagan era. You know, Trump wants to propose this. You know, it's going to be like Reagan. It's not. Right? Ronald Reagan came into office. Interest rates were, what, almost 20%. By the time he got out of office, they were six. <laughs> that helped a lot. Then there was a tax cut, and then he did the Social Security trick. You know, most people don't remember. But Social Security, we used to do pay-as-you-go in this country. And then that all changed with the help of Alan Greenspan. We'll talk about that next. 800-951-0592 tomorrow. Everybody, uh, if you're waiting for Libs or Saints, $20 Liberties or Saints, those are going out tomorrow. I, I will tell you, I am nine rolls of Silver Eagle short. Uh, that is, you know, I'm just not a, I didn't count very well. So a few of you, those nine rolls, I'll be here uh, Tuesday, uh, and then everybody will have been shipped. Uh, appreciate all of your patience on that. Today, if you're looking to get into the gold market, I've got 50 $10 Indians. And the, the Indians are, they're the best. They hold their value better than any of the other gold coins. Uh, they made the least amount of them. They're super awesome looking. So, you know, you got everything going for you, right? It's like that popular kid in school, right? They were, they were the smartest. They were the best athlete. And they were good looking and they dated the hottest chicks and all that. But that's the Indians. They, they 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 are that guy in the in the gold market. This one is the Gale, the ten dollar female Indian. That's the Lady Liberty. She's got the Indian, uh, you know, the the headdress on, the Indian headdress on, uh, Lady Liberty. I've got fifty of them. They're at seven hundred dollars today at eight hundred nine five one. 0592 make sure you have something they can't get to because everything trust me everywhere else they got you you know going back to social security we used to pay as we go and what 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 happened was every three four five years they would have to up the tax a little bit to cover, you know, as as more people started collecting. Well, they knew that they had created this monster and that starting in mid, you know, let, let's just say four or five years ago, and I forget, maybe it was 2013, 2014, they, whatever year the baby boomers were going to start retiring. They knew they were going to have this problem. So as when Ronald Reagan was president, we had interest rates 
go from almost 20 down to 6, right? So you think about how much better that would be for people buying a car or buying a home or doing any of those things. Then he had the big tax cuts on top of that, even better yet. And then they had this Social Security thing. Now, that cost people money because they decided to build the Social Security Trust Fund. The thing that they already knew was they knew about the Fleming versus Nestor case of 1960. Because they were arguing, hey, wait a minute, why should the government save for my retirement when I can save for it myself? I want my money back. And they said, no, it's not that. It, you don't have any legal right to it. It's really all dressed up. You can call it what you want, but it's just a dressed up tax. And the government really has no legal obligation to give it back to you. So they knew that when they enacted the trust fund. And the one thing that they didn't put in to the law, which I will say this, Alan Greenspan had asked for it, got told no, and went along with it anyway. I don't want to, you know... I don't want to give him a pass because he asked for it. He he should have demanded and should have said, I won't support it without it, but he didn't. So what we wanted was, hey, the trust fund where the government couldn't spend the money. Instead, they said, nah, we don't need that law. Just give us the money. Then the government spent it without adding it to the national debt during the Reagan years. In other words, it was hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars of free money. And then they put in a filing cabinet these non-marketable securities. The reason why they're non-marketable instead of a marketable security is because they never actually bought the security. (laughs) They spent the money and then they put an IOU. There's really no security behind it whatsoever. And the government knows legally they don't have to. So you fast forward to today. We actually don't collect enough money in the FICA tax the part that goes to Social Security, to actually pay for what we put out. Now, you'll see stories where they say, no, no, we still have a little bit of a surplus. No, No, you don't. The government pays the fake interest, and that's the only way. What They actually collect, they spend more than what's collected, but then they say, well, there's interest on that non-marketable security. It's fake interest because there really was no security. Uh, But even after the fake interest, after next year, they start going into deficit. Even after the pretend interest on the non-marketable security that they never bought to begin with. And And the program starts going bankrupt. And really, technically... It's already there because they have no assets and they spend more than they take in. 
and the Social Security Administration, you've heard the number. Oh, well, 20, I don't know, what is it, 2031 or 2032, something like that. They say, oh, well, at that point, it'll be exhausted, and we'll only be able to pay 76%, 75%, 74% of benefits. And that's just a fancy way of saying, hey, we're broke. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. The Dow's down just a little bit. It's down six points. The S&P NASDAQ are also lower by a little bit. Gold's up again, up another seven. We're getting ready to cross 1,300 again. Uh, should never went below it. That was all make-believe and window dressing to make believe that the Fed had some kind of importance. Uh, gold's $1,293. Silver's up as well. It's up another $0.12, cents, $17.25. U.S. $10 Indian. Listen, these things are awesome. 700 bucks at 800 951 Zero five nine two. Think about what we learned today. See, they knew. They don't care. Social Security's already broke, but they don't care that they they don't want to say that yet. And that's why whether and like I keep telling you, in ten years they're going to be broke, right? Well, well, it's not going to be twenty thirty one or twenty thirty two. It's probably going to be twenty twenty five. And then, and then they immediately only can pay out 75%. What does that tell you? Right? It, it should be, well, we can only pay out 99% or 98%. Why is it 75 Because really, they went broke 10 years before that. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, you understand. And then you start asking, just ask yourself this question. All of these pension plans, they're just like Social Security, right? Well, I don't care if it's Illinois or Connecticut or Kentucky or New York or Arizona or Colorado, California. Throw all the cities in there. Throw all, all, all of the, you know, Chicago and Detroit and all the rest of them. And as they start blowing up, at the same time, Social Security and Medicare both start blowing up what do you think the government's going to do where do you think the money's going to come from it's going to come from your bank accounts it's going to come from your money markets it's going to come from your IRAs it's going to come from your 401ks it's going to come from in the form of property taxes and, and taxes on land and all of the other things that's where it's going to come from. Currency devaluations, new currencies, all of that stuff. And that's why you want to have that store of value, that wealth insurance put away before it happens. And that's what we do right here, 800 951 U.S. $10 Indians. They're at $700. That's the female Indian. Uh, Liberties and St. Collins, $20 Libs, $20 Saints, $13.35, right? So we, we've been watching this thing go right back up again as well. So however you want to do it, U.S. Silver Eagles, they're $410 a roll. You name it, we've got you covered 
at 800-951-0592. And really, you know, you start thinking about you need to be your own central bank. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about what Germany has been doing very, very quietly. No, and I'm not talking about repatriation of gold. I'm talking about buying gold. Patriot Radio News Hour. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Can't wait for tomorrow. It's been a great week. Everybody have a great day.